Blog Talk Radio. Hi everyone, this is Camille from sunny California, and you're listening to the Coffee Chat with Camille show, which is a podcast series that interviews various guests about real-life topics for people who love to learn. I don't know if you can hear me or not, so I'm going to try something really quickly. One moment, please. Yeah, I'm not sure. Something's wrong. I, I hope I'm connected here. Um, for some reason, the call dropped in the studio, which uh, has never happened before. But let's move on. Um, our topic is Why the Music Business with hip-hop producer Lee Litvin. I hope I pronounced correctly. His biography is... One moment. Yo, I'm Lizzie the Gifted. I'm an independent hip-hop artist and entrepreneur. I am the founder of Rapid Fire Music Academy, where we teach independent musicians with full-time jobs how to produce their own music in 90 days. And then he's left um, a link. Um, Our guest has left a link to his YouTube channel. And uh, it'd be great if we go ahead and subscribe to his YouTube channel to help him grow, right, and be found. All right, so beautiful. Let's go ahead and get into our interview with me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hi, Lee. Welcome. Hey, Camille. How are hey. you? Thanks for the introduction. <laughs> you're welcome. I'm so happy you're here. I'm sorry, you know, the uh, studio had disconnected for a minute, so I had to call back in to the show. And so, anyway, so we're a little bit delayed by five minutes, but. You know, I can always expand the time, no worries. But I wanted no to worries. give you <laughs> I wanted to give you the opportunity to um 
begin this interview by pretty much introducing yourself, what you do, and then I'll go into just five questions if that's okay with you. Sure, sounds great. Yeah, so my name is Lee. I go by Leezy the Gifted, and uh, I'm the founder of the Rapid Fire Music Academy. So what I do is I teach independent music artists how to become their own music producers in 90 days. And uh, I myself have been doing music 13 years, was a vocal artist for seven years first, decided I wanted to produce my own music, had to learn it on my own. It was extremely difficult to learn it on my own, so I decided to create the Rapid Fire Music Academy so that people could learn how to produce their own music and create a music career out of their music and not just do music for fun. Wonderful, wonderful. So my first question, thank you for that introduction to yourself for our audience. Um, but how do you navigate the ever-evolving landscape of the music industry as a self-producing musician? And then what strategies have you found most effective in staying relevant and reaching your audience? Hmm. Good question. Well, I'll be <laughs> totally transparent, right? So I, uh, I, I've pretty much... Uh, yeah, I would say that this, like, when it comes to navigating the music industry, I'll be honest, like, I have kind of ditched the music industry this mm. year. Um, I don't, re- like, what I do technically is within the music industry because I teach music, um, but I don't really play the game by the music industry rules. I'm not obviously signed to a label, and uh, I don't subscribe to, it, to that. So I pretty much am running an online business, and that's kind of more of the game I'm playing. So mm-hmm. I'm bringing value, real value to people, getting, getting my clients real results, in a timely manner. And so, you know, when it comes to navigating on the Internet and social media, um, pretty simple. I, I create a ton of content that's to help my clients and help my audience and lead them down the path that, um, you know, that they want to go on. And, you know, I also run paid ads as well. And that's pretty much how I do it, as simple as, simple as I can put it. Wonderful, because see, that runs into the second question, which is, um, or rather to your point, as a self-producing musician, what tools and technologies do you rely on for the production process? And then how do you balance the creative aspects with the technical aspects of your work? Mm, Great question. Yeah, first of all, (laughs) I definitely don't ever want to rely or depend on any one technology. So I've got... Uh, you know, I've got pretty much a suite of technologies that I use, um, but I'll actually, yeah, I'd love to give that to the audience. So, you know, when you want to learn how to produce music, I would say the hardest thing is knowing where to start. So it's pretty simple, actually, to get started with with producing music, and the framework is, is simple. I'll walk through it, but the tools that I like to use, personally, when it comes to creating instrumentals, I use Splice and Arcade. Those are both uh, software. So Splice is a website. You can go on splice.com. $10 a month, you can get access to hundreds of thousands of loops, sounds, drums, one-shots, things like that. It's really, really easy to make beats with those. So Splice is the first one. The second one's called Arcade, and it's made by a company called Output. That's also $10 a month. You get started with just both of those companies, and um, you know, you watch some tutorials on YouTube how to use them. I've got tutorials on my YouTube on how to use them. So those are the first two. Next is um, for learning how to for, for mixing your music, like to get a high quality sound. I use Waves Creative Suite. It's twenty five dollars a month. You get access to two hundred plus high quality industry standard plugins. And then for mastering your music, I use Isotope Ozone Ten, 
which I also do rent to own on Splice. So if you have a membership with Splice, you can go rent to own Isotope Ozone 10, which is, I think, $20 a month. And mm-hmm. essentially there you can have your full suite of everything. And then, of course, you need your digital audio workstation. doesn't matter if you use Logic Pro, Ableton, FL Studio, um, whatever. It doesn't really – Reason, Cubase, it doesn't matter. So you need a DOS, digital audio workstation, Splice and Arcade, Waves Creative Suite, Isotope Ozone 10. All right. Excellent, excellent. Thank you. And then building your personal brand is crucial in the music business. How do you go about defining and promoting your unique musical identity? And are there specific Mm. challenges that you face in establishing yourself as a distinctive artist? I would say when it comes to building a personal brand, the important thing is that you have to become a leader. And you have to be somebody that's of value, that's worth it. So I think a lot of people, to be honest, they're really not very valuable. They don't bring a lot of value to the market. They don't bring value to their fans. They're not leaders. They're not high-quality, high-value people. That's the truth. So honestly, if you're having trouble building a personal brand, you've got to look within yourself first. And you need, to, like, you, need, you need to be real with yourself and say, am I really like someone worth following? Like, am I, am I worth anything? Am I a leader? Am I somebody that people would want to get, you know, can I give people something? When people follow me, will they get something out of it? So for music, it's pretty simple. Do you make great music? Because we compete with Drake and, and Kanye and, and Taylor Swift, and we compete with everybody. So, right. so if, you're, if, you're, if, you're not, if you're not able to put out music that's as good as them or that's better than their music or that can stand the test of time, then there is nothing you can really do. You have to make great music. So when it comes to standing out, you've got to do those things. Challenges-wise, everybody's got the same challenges. They think that they're a great person. They think that they're high value. They think their music is good. And the truth is, it's not. Most people's music are actually garbage, and they don't own the rights to it, and they're not doing it enough, and they're not putting out enough music. So what we do at the Rapid Fire Music Academy is we solve that first issue, which is, hey, listen, I know you think that you need to market. I know you think you need to do this and the third, but are you making high-quality music? Are you making a high quantity of high-quality music? Do you own the rights to the music? meaning you don't buy beats on BeatStars, you don't rip beats off YouTube, and then also are you able to put things out in a timely manner, right? If you're just putting out two, three, four songs a year, even if they're great songs, it's not going to do anything for you. But, you know, if you're also putting out a song a week, but, you know, you're stealing the beats off YouTube or the songs sound bad, then that's not going to do anything for you either. So that's why here at the Rapid Fire Music Academy, we solved the most important thing for building a music career. you got to make great music and you need to own the rights to it. So... You know, that's, that's, that's why I teach artists how to do it themselves. Excellent, excellent. And then many musicians today engage with their audience through social media and other online platforms. How do you use digital channels to connect with your fans? And what role does community building play in your overall music energy? Uh, great question. I use mainly YouTube and Instagram. I do post on TikTok as well, but I don't really care for it that much. I just post on it because. But, yeah, I use YouTube and Instagram the most. Um, YouTube is where I'm not running any paid ads on YouTube right now. I'm trying to build my channel organically. Instagram, I'm running paid ads on that to build a community as well as putting out tons of free, valuable, entertaining, educational, inspiring content. Um, in terms of building a community, I would say the main thing I really do focus on is, like, I actually look at my clients first. So I, I look at the people who are paying me a lot of money to be in this, you know, program that I've, that I've built, 
And I basically do mm-hmm. a lot of my speaking to them, but what I do is when I'm making social media content and I'm making content for Instagram or, or YouTube or whatever, I'm really in my mind speaking to my clients. I'm really in my mind speaking out to the people who could potentially be somebody that I could help and lead. And so that's kind of how I, how I craft my message on social media. That's how I show up um, on social media. Sorry about that. I hope you didn't hear that. But excellent. No, no, no. Excellent. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I was at your, because uh, I have to subscribe to your YouTube channel. But um, mm. uh, Thank you. you're welcome. Self-producing often means taking on various roles, from composer and a performer to marketer, promoter. How do you manage these diverse responsibilities? Do you have any tips for other aspiring self-producing musicians and looking to juggle multiple aspects of their music career? Oh, that's a really, really good question. It's definitely something that we struggle with. It's something that I've struggled with a lot, you know, being a one-man show for so many years until this year. Um, So first thing I'll say, I did learn an amazing time management system, but before I get into that, uh, and this is, that's a great, great system I'll share with you guys. But, but, uh, but yeah, first thing, like I live by a quote that I made up, which is do more for yourself than anyone else can do for you. Never be relying on somebody else. You should never have anybody in your life that if they left your life, it would all fall apart. It should never happen like that. So even though I do have a team with me right now that I have people that are working in my organization and they're very valuable and I treat them very well and I care a lot about them and I want to see them succeed and I want to help them succeed. If they left my company, I wouldn't, I would move on. I would get through it. So, so that's the, that's the first thing is having this attitude that I can do more for myself than anyone else can do for me, but I still want to build a team. So with that being Mm -hmm. said, when it comes to actually managing all the roles, it really does come down to peak performance, time management, and essentially time, energy, and attention and prioritizing. Not everything is important that you think is important, right? So getting down to the bottom line, what are your goals? What do you want to do, right? So for me, I wanted to make money with music. I wanted to wake up every day and say, I want to, I want to wake up every day. I want to make music. I want to talk to people and help people and train people. And I don't want to have to go tour. I don't want to have to sell merch. I don't want to have to rely on a label. I don't want a job. Mm-hmm. You know, certainly don't want to work for anybody, right? So mm-hmm. I have basically taken the quickest, shortest, easiest path to get to that point. And a lot of artists don't. So I've ignored Spotify. I've ignored labels. I've ignored all the shit that a lot of artists look at. I don't care about because that's not what I wanted. So when it comes down to how do you wear all the hats, you've got to understand, like, what direction are you going in so that you know to let go of some of those hats because guess what? Not all those hats are actually things you need. Um, When it comes down to the time management system I use, it's really simple. It's called the power list. I learned it from Andy Mm -hmm. Frisella on his podcast, Real AF. It goes like this. You've got five critical tasks that you do every single day. Well, you can change them day by day, but it's five critical tasks. You write them down every day, and when you get one of them done, you put a check mark next to it. Very simple. If you finish everything at the end of the day, you write a W. If you don't finish everything, you write an L. Really, really simple. Okay? And they need to be tasks that are going to help you get toward your career. So not doing the laundry, going grocery shopping, brushing your teeth, taking my kid to school. That's not going to help you in your career. They need to be things that are going to help you. So that's why it's important that you know what direction you're going in. You know that you don't need anybody else's help. You can get shit done yourself. And then you have that time management system. You stick by it, and, uh, and you grow. And that's, how, that's exactly how I did it. That's how it works. Perfect, perfect. Thank you so, so much. This has been you're welcome. An amazing. And <laughs> it's been a, a very enlightening and 
really, I love your energy too. Great energy. Thank you. And also great, you're welcome. And also great energy for aspiring musicians or self-producers or wherever you are in the industry. I hope that you listen very closely to what, how do you say it? Are you Lee the Gifted? Is that what you go by? Lee the Gifted? Oh, you can call me Lee, Lee, but yeah, Lee the Gifted. That's so cool. Okay, so Lee, um, please listen to, to Lee's advice in this and uh, and his understanding. Let's please listen to this podcast, and I hope that you are inspired by his message. We also want to ask Lee before he um, leaves us, which is very unfortunate. But again, I've I've got a lot out of you today because um, I didn't sure. prepare those questions ahead of time. That was like five minutes before the interview. But I Good. did want to. <laughs> ask you uh, what is your favorite coffee and or hot beverage oh i'm drinking um well big reason i want to get on this show i i, I drink coffee I'm like a big coffee person i'm caffeined up <laughs> all day every day so i i when i saw coffee chat with camille i was like oh yeah i need to get on this podcast for sure <laughs> um, so i i like to mix it up a little bit like i but i am really um i'm very much like i make coffee at home i do drip and I kind of have weird combinations. So, like, I do drip coffee, um, but I use goat milk uh, instead of, like, real milk. So goat milk is, like, way healthier for you. It tastes really good. Um, and most of the time when you, when you get goat milk, you're getting it from a family farm, so you're not getting, like, the unhealthy stuff that comes from, like, cows. So I like goat milk. Uh, and I'll either put um, – you know, I've actually been using something called monk fruit sweetener which is basically mm-hmm. like a sugar substitute, but it's really, really healthy, zero calories, zero sugar. Uh, it's got sugar alcohol in it, but, you know, whatever. You pick your poison. And, uh, yeah, so I can keep my coffee pretty low calorie. But uh, mm-hmm. once in a while, I'll, 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 go to, I'll go get a cappuccino or uh, a, a latte. And, uh, yeah, just keep it really simple. All right. Excellent. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Lee, for being here. Yes. And then um, could you please just leave your social media handles with the audience or listeners or where they can contact you and also uh, uh, train with your academy, actually, if they need to or want to. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, I just want to say thank you so much for the interview, Camille. This has been super fun. Your energy is great, too. Um, yeah, it's been super, super enjoyable. I love it. Love it. So, yeah, you can just find me at Leezy the Gifted, L-E-E-Z-Y. T-H-E-G-I-F-T-E-D, no dots, dashes, or underscores. Go to YouTube, go to Instagram. Those are going to be the two best places. And, um, you know, if you're a vocalist and you do want to learn how to produce your own instrumentals, record vocals at home, mix and master like the pros in 90 days and build a music career for yourself, all you have to do is book a call with me. Really simple. If you go to my YouTube, you go to any of my videos, it's in the description. If you go to my Instagram and you click in the bio, um, you'll see a link to a YouTube. So everything's really at my YouTube channel. Lizzie the Gifted, just go there, visit one of the descriptions in my videos and book a call with me. And, uh, yeah, just make sure that you're ready and raring and rocking ready to go because uh, when you get on the call with me, it's really not like a discovery call or a free coaching call. It's, just, it's an enrollment call, getting you ready to get started. So be ready and uh, be ready to rock and roll. Excellent. This is our guest, Lizzie the Gifted or Lizzie Letvin. Am I pronouncing your last name right? Is it Letvin? Yeah, you can say Litvin, L-I-T-V-I-N. Litvin. Yep. You got okay, it. Okay, Litvin. is our guest. He is the CEO, musician, self-producing hip-hop artist. 
He teaches vocal artists how to produce their own music. Um, and then, excuse me, and he gets free training. He uh, produced music in nine, and you can produce your music within 90 days. Okay? So we're going to leave the link inside the description. And thank you so much for being here, Lee. I really appreciate you. And I just and really enjoyed our interview today. Thank you. Camille, thanks so much. Have a great rest of your day. Appreciate you for your time. <laughs> thanks for having me. Uh-huh. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. Bye for now. Okay, folks, that was a great Lee's lesson. All right, so again, I'm going to read his biography one more time. He says, yo, don't you love that energy? Yo, I leave you to gift it. I'm an independent hip-hop artist and entrepreneur. I'm the founder of the Rapid Fire Music Academy, where we teach independent musicians with full-time jobs how to produce their own music in 90 days. Send audience too. And so he left a, a, a YouTube link, and it's kind of long. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to leave it in the description for the show, okay? And then I don't know if you're uh, listening, Lee. I meant to mention this, but I'm actually um, in film school, and there's a lot of um, musicians there. And I will, sh- I will share this, uh, your information with them because I have a lot of them in my classes and stuff. So anyway, but, okay, so let's describe to his YouTube channel. Please take his course if you're an aspiring um, musician. And thank you again, Lee Litton, for being here. You're absolutely magnificent. Thank you, listeners, for listening. Lastly, can you please go to coffeechatwithcamille.com? That is my website. I think I just paid today. So anyway, so all my guests are there, and you can read their bios. I have a very diverse um very informative, very inspiring group of guests that I always have on my show. And that's really good to present to the world because um, my show is uh, growing relatively organically. And I can say that now we have touched on all of the continents. And so um, I'm very pleased with that. So I have uh, Korea, uh, Japan. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me start off first here. USA. Okay, so let's start USA. Then there's Canada. Down in um, uh, South America, uh, I have uh, listeners in Brazil, Bolivia. Um, let me think where else. Oh, if we go to Europe, one of the first countries to listen to me was Romania. So it's Romania, uh, excuse me, France, UK, uh, uh, Spain, of course, Portugal, um, Germany. Hello, everybody out there. And um, let me think. There's more. Oh, down in Australia. Yes, yes. Over in Africa, I, I picked up uh, uh, Egypt, right? And I have Egyptian in me, so I'm very proud to say that. I'm five tribes of Africans. In part, I'm actually multiracial. But the beauty is that Egypt and Ghana, those were the two. Also, um, the Philippines, right? Philippines. Uh, did I say Korea? Yes, I did. Japan, hello. Japan. Um, and world. Oh, New Zealand. New Zealand. Okay? So those are just to name a few that I can remember 
from the top of my head that I'll probably forget tomorrow because I'm not looking at the map of where my listeners are. And the, the age group is between 24 and 48. And um, also, we have moved up in um, our ranking from being probably number 200 podcast to number 45 on Good Pods. I'm very, very happy that um, getting healthy and, and um, again, organic listeners. And I really enjoy a lot of the uh, comments that I receive. I want to thank you guys for your positive feedback. And I'm always going to uh, bring you, as I stated, um, like today, Lee Ledvin and um, so many other guests that have gone through challenges, disabilities, uh, could be financial hardship or economic hardship, could be love hardship, right? Um, But nevertheless, they persevered and they're at the top of their game. And that's really the goal. It's not, you know, so much where we're coming from, it's where we're going and also how we can help to inspire others to get there too, right? Each one, pull one. So on that note of positivity, I think it's Thursday. You know, I didn't even check out what today is. The week be flying so fast. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, it's Thursday, November 30th. So um, this has been a wonderful. Now, I'm in California when I am uh, uh, producing my show here and uh, hosting and just doing it all, just like my last guest. you got to do it all. We juggle. Um, but, again, with a specific goal in mind, right? So um, right now I'm currently looking for sponsorships. I might, you know, call up Starbucks or somebody and see who can sponsor my show and all that and uh, make some changes before the new year um, as it pertains to money and everything. Because I don't really do this for money. I do it. I get money. Don't get me wrong. But I want to say that, again, I do it for the people. And it's about the people. It's about our listeners, about our audience. And it's about our need oftentimes to be able to talk and to be seen, especially when we're bringing great things into the world. And so we can't think of solely the United States, you know, because we're kind of insulated here. But think about how we as Americans affect the world. And our goal, I would hope, is to be positive, right? Be very positive. We have an international community that meets us over here in the U.S. We're number one, remember? So anyway, let's uh, wrap this show on up. I have two minutes left anyway. Again, thank you, Lee, for being here. Um, and I will talk to everyone. Let me see when I'm going to talk to you next. Next month, actually. Yeah, I think Lee, he's my last um, interview for the month of November. This is the last episode of season 11. We've had 11 seasons. Yes, yes. And um, we're going to move on to season 12 next. Okay? Thank you guys for listening. Bye for now. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, 
join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.